0: Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags.
2: Good morning, Black Urban America. Lock Hope Radio. Yes, this is Black Urban. This is Black Urban America. America, sponsored by Queen Mother for Real Media. And welcome. Welcome again. Another week. Another week of addressing different issues, and, and another week of uh, uh, going about our business in our society. Now, what is going on in Black Urban America this week? Well, we have a guest uh, that's going to be coming on in a couple of minutes. Uh, as soon as he get here, uh, but till then, I just want to tell you a little. Uh, 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 I just want to tell you a little certain things that built my mind the past week. Who are we going to vote for for president next year? Have these politicians really assisted us us in, in our communities? Or the only time we hear from our politicians once every four years is the time of elections. Or especially in the local uh, uh, elections, are these elections uh, j- uh, jobs for their cronies? How can we get politicians to invest in our communities? Instead of, now, the most popular thing that's going on today is re uh, run us out of our communities, moving us to another area, moving us uh uh, erasing our rents to market value and where we can't afford them. What happened to the rent control? Are there any other rent control in your, in your area? That's what's been going on in my mind as I read different uh, articles across the nation. But today, gonna. I want to focus on Baltimore. Why Baltimore? Because I guess it's from Baltimore. Don't you know uh, in Baltimore, they are building a new jail for our youth? Why do folks feel that they need to build more jails for us? Why they just can't build more schools, training programs, athletic facilities, or various programs that's gonna assist our, our our people, or why can't we do that? Why we have to wait on local, state, and federal government to do for us what we have to do for ourselves? Then you ask, where are we gonna get the funds? Well, we gotta be creative to get these funds. We gotta stop relying on these local and state and federal governments to do for us. I think that's why some of our issues are, are in existence because we do not do for self. If we do do for self, we forget about the collective. Uh, what's the fam- famous line that people tell me? I got mine, so you got to get yours. What happened to the village? What happened to the collective society? And then when our youth start becoming individualistic, and when our youth start thinking for themselves and start doing for themselves, trying by any means necessary, we get angry. We get angry. Well, who do you think they're learning their ideology from? Where do you think they learned it from? It's just not falling out from the sky, folks. So we had to do a better job in planning, organizing, and mobilizing. You know, I was on social media the other day. In fact, that's where I, I meet some of my guests on social media, and I use little social media uh, uh, for 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 networking, for positive. You know, I like entertainment too. I can't say we can't be entertained but we have to focus more on what's at hand or what's in front of us, or a lot of us gonna be left behind. A lot of us gonna be left behind. A lot of us gonna be in a situation we cannot keep up because we may not have the skills or the educational background or the vocational uh, skills to keep up with the new pace of this new world, this global world that we live in. The world is getting smaller. It's getting smaller. I guess because of social media, I guess because it's so easy to talk to someone across the Atlantic or across the Pacific. So, do you agree with me or disagree? Now I am taking calls. You can call in anytime. Uh The number is 347-989-0180, so free to call in. Uh, I'm calling my engine guests already. Well, our guest is uh, Mr. Fred Hassan Powell from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I guess he's not here as of yet, so I'm going to continue.
1: Yes, so. um, I'm contacting him through
2: Facebook. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let me continue. Uh, So, how do you feel about uh, more jails in schools? Why do people feel that they need to imprison us? Especially when most of the uh, 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 prison population in the United States of America are black men. We make up 85% of the prison population, where we only make up 12% of the United States population. Now, I can't figure that out. Why are our men going to prison? And then the times that they are receiving. Well, let me ask you this. Is your community suffering like my community is from youth gangs and youth violence? Or, or, or or lack of participation in the school system or a lack of community, community participation? It seem like the only time we get together, the only time we mobilize was somebody gets murdered, was somebody from our community gets murdered. And then at the the aviance wear now, we go back to our business. Well, I'll tell you something. If we get thousands and thousands of people to come out, I, I'm not saying they don't need to come out force when somebody gets shot illegally. Yeah, I mean, yes. Continue to do that. But there's other issues that we need to organize around. Something I'm talking about today. Youth violence, youth gang. Lack of the education for our children. And they rather build jail cells than classrooms. That's what we need to, we need to continue. Just like we have all these people coming out, coming out when someone can hurt, we need to come out for these other issues. We need to organize. I mean, everyone, and you say, well, you know, uh, I don't have any children, all my children are grown. Well, we still need your expertise. You have an expert expertise in something. And you know what, if you listen to the show, I know I really preach into the choir. You know, uh next week and next week or two, I'm going to be discussing how we could c- get more people involved in these issues. That's something that has to be a focus. How can we get more people involved in these issues? because some a lot of people feel like oh this why? Why, why should we? There's nothing going to happen. How do you know? How do you know if you don't try? We need everyone. We need everyone's thoughts, views, and and because not one person is going to do it. Every time I open up a newspaper. It's the same person, the same people out there, the same organization out there leading the good fight. The same dozen people, and mind you, most of them are women. So, brothers, where are you going? Where are we going to step up? Where we going to step up and join our sisters in our fight? And I'm not talking about marching. I'm talking about little things like going to city hall meetings. find out what's going on. You'd be surprised what they're planning in our in our city halls meeting for our communities. And then when it, uh, and, uh, and when it come out, uh it take us by surprise, no warning. Well, coaching. Teach your kids how to play a game, football, baseball, basketball. That's getting involved. Believe me, you can help a lot of young black boys through sports. And I know a lot of us have been involved in sports throughout time. A couple hours a week. Other there's other ways of doing it. It don't have to necessarily be after school programs, political outrage, uh, youth organ youth organizations. Whatever you can, if it's just touching one person, one person, trying to get that person off the streets, or getting that person involved. A lot of people, when they come home for work, that's it till the next day. They walk past different situations. They walk past different uh, situations going on in the community with their head down. There used to be a commercial uh, years, years ago when where, where there was an ostrich when his head in his sand. That's what we do until something drastic happens, and that's usually when someone is shot by police. Well, I agree. We should. That's something we should all get together about. Yes, police shootings. Yes, but like I said, when when the ambience stops. But the issues start dying down. We go back to sticking our heads into the sand to the next major event and probably a couple of years down the road. And that's why politicians feel that they don't have to really court us or do anything to help us to uplift our community because we don't, we don't try to do it ourselves. We don't come out by the thousands, unless something, you know how powerful we are when we come out by the hundreds and thousands to address an issue, Now, major issues that, 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 that I'm focusing on. Is economic development? Yes, we need. Now we got. We have this civil rights. Now let's be honest. More of all other cultures have benefited from civil rights than black folks. With the exception, you know, black women benefit from civil rights, but really, not the majority of us. Benefit for civil rights. What we need is economic rights. Economic rights. There are people that work long hours for small pay. They'll have a hard time meeting the rent, buying food. And they make a few dollars more and they can not get the assistance that they may need because we'll have a number of children they have. So we need an economic rights bill. Now I know there is a gentleman, a congressman from one of the mid states. I can't call the gentleman's name who's spearheading this economic rights bill. But if you go on social media, look it up, you'll find out who the gentleman is. I just can't uh, run his name off at the top of my head, but we need an economics right bill that makes sure that all families and all individuals are able to keep up the pace, the economic pace and the cost of living in our society. So, you know, there was a study done Two years ago, two years ago, that a family of four, a family of four includes husband, wife, and two children, a family of four has to make six figures in order to live comfortable, not excessive, but for a basic minimum. Minimum. That is a roof over the head, food, clothing, and maybe an automobile. Not even brand new. Six figures. Now, they said the statistic came out that the average family of four make a little over $50,000. That the average family of four in the United States of America. for so $850,000 short, that's why we need an economics rights bill.
1: Well, Kenneth, what do you yes. think that an economic bill is going to do? Because if we go back on some of the um, historical... Um, giants like Amos Wilson, mm-hmm. you see that he talks about the fact that we are training our children to be workers and as long as we train our children to be workers, economic par- equity will not come to us. We have I'm to-, to center the style So that the child recognizes that it's not about just getting an education to obtain a job, but instead of consumerism, which we are such into as a community, that we seek out um,
2: producing, producing. Uh I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you a, 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 a story. Uh that I learned learned about uh back in the nineties from this gentleman that uh did a black talk show at WWRL. Uh it doesn't exist no more. His name was Bob Law. And he used to come out with this economic uh, uh um uh parallel and he said that black folks are the only ones in the world that don't leave nothing no business nothing to their children even the rich either rich black folks uh, uh white folks when they have businesses or what have you when they uh, when their children uh, uh go, go to school get a degree they don't have to hit the pavement and ask somebody for a job you know, but 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 when black folks, our children grow up, get a diploma, get a degree, they got hit to pay hit the payment a for a job. Uh, 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 their children grow up, hit the, uh, get a degree or diploma, they have to hit the payment for the job. So far, so on, generational. Well, on the other hand, white folks, they leave a business to their children on their offspring. They either could sell it start, start uh, uh, and start their own business or, or, or continue on with the business. And you're right, we had to, well, it goes back to what I was saying earlier, we had to start doing for ourselves economically, economic development. And we have so many skills in the community. We have so many skills where people, can start their own business. And, and, and but you but also got to look at this, can't be a business owner. They have to be workers, especially living in a capitalist society. And see, that's one of the downsides of living in a capitalistic society is that, is that we, it's it, the, the division of labor, and also, uh, uh, you have classism, which create other isms that I would care not to get into, but you start building the class structure, then you have the top 1%, then you have the bottom 99%. So yes, you're right, in order to get around that, people have to, uh, I remember back in, um. well, if you look at hist- historically, we had a system where everybody traded with each other. Again, like if I farmer if you if I need some work on uh if I need some work on my barn and use a, a competitor, I'll give you some goods for your services. We used to trade like that. And I think people still do in certain uh areas. So yes, you're right uh uh we have to start looking at uh, be- uh becoming more producers and also and-, and I believe and I believe wholeheartedly if-, if we start developing our own businesses that will reduce the number of unemployment among black folks in America
1: but then we go back to uh, access in the capital needed for uh, a, being a producer. We in our community, uh, we lack any substantial uh, group, association that will access funds for us to do that. We, we don't bring our money together. We have no community fund. I adopted a Vietnamese um, man, he's 42, uh, that is biracial and had never seen his father and had no interaction with black families. And Mm -hmm. so I adopted him so that he could enter the black community and recognize, you know, his people, because half of him is black. And one of the things that I've learned about him is that when he needs a service, or maybe he needs a car, or maybe he needs a new refrigerator, his community comes together, his family community. And even though they're not related, he calls them uncle or sister or auntie or grandma or whatever, they find a way to get that money to them. And one of the things that he also told me is that in his job, he's been working for 20 years at his job, and he said mm-hmm. that the majority of black people are, are, are borrowing money the, the week after they get paid. And what does yeah. that say is that there's no... Savings being done
2: for... But how can you say with nothing to save? How can you say with nothing to save?
1: Well, yeah. first of
2: all, we
1: try to pay all our bills instead of, um, you know, paying some of it, portion of it, and putting the other part away until we need it. Uh, bringing together collective families families working together, everybody putting together $50 every time they get paid within that uh, amount if they just put it in for maybe 10 months. One family has put in $500, two families, $1,000, three families, what? 1500 So we have the type of money that is necessary, but... We are so afraid of each
2: other. I'm going to tell you an experiment that was done in Brooklyn. I'm going to tell you an experiment that was done in Brooklyn. And I think it it, it correlates what you were saying at the end about we being afraid of each other, not only being afraid of each other, trusting one another. And that is like still the emotional and the psychological, psychological change of slavery. But, um, there was this experiment, right. Done by again, Mr. Bob law. He did this experiment, you know, and, um, he, uh, he did in Fort Greene uh, 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 section in Brooklyn where Fort Greene used to be black. Matter of fact, uh, uh, um, Sp- Spike Lee had his uh, studio there in Fort Greene. Uh, now Fort Greene is an upscale community. Talk about justification. Uh, uh, he had an experiment. He opened up two stores. This one store that looked op- uh, looked like it was owned by white like, white business owner. Another store that looked like to be owned by a black business owner. And the white, the, the the store that looked like to be owned by a white business owner was dirty, the prices were high, and it wasn't courteous to uh, uh, the customers, to the people in the neighborhood. Now the store that looked owned by, to be owned by a uh, uh, a black person, the price prices were lower. It was cleaner. And it was courteous to the people in the community. So it was snowing one day and, 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 and the, the gentleman that was uh, doing the experiment, saw this little old lady running to break her neck to get to the store that looked to be owned by the white person, the white business owner. So he stopped. Of course, she had to go past the black store. And he said, "Well, ma'am, you know why don't go to that store? You know it's cleaner, the prices are so lower, and plus it's closer." He said, "I do not want to deal with those people." She said, "Another word instead of people." You can imagine what the word was. She said, "I don't want to deal with those people." And this was a little black old lady, you know, and I don't care what you do, you know. That is gonna be a hurdle building trust. In the city of Chicago, this was back in the late nineties, two thousand, in the city of Chicago, there was this guy, this investment guy, right? He retired and, and in the black neighborhood on the south side of Chicago in the black, there's no supermarket, no, no big supermarket, more like supermarket. And people had to travel like an hour, two hours to a, a mall, like a supermarket mall, or more supermarket. So supermarket, I don't know how you say it. Cause I'm not a shopper, but you know what I'm trying to say. And like, and you know, the 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 formula is, if you don't start seeing a profit in five years, you know, you gonna you gonna close down the business. And it's a you know, he tried he try to provide a service for the black community. And he vets all of his savings and the family savings, thinking that the community is really gonna support them. Lord so, you know he went out of business, went bankrupt for three years. Oh so those two stories are real stories and really it's an example of how we do not provide support for uh people that trying to open businesses and provide goods and services in our community so when you talk about economic development, and when you talk about economics, that's a hurdle that we're going to have to get over. That's a hurdle we're going to have to address. That's a hurdle that has to be a part of any type of economic training program is trusting the person that's providing the goods and service for the community. That's it. They, they, they skipped that. Huh? I'm saying it's sad
1: that we are sending this message on generations, you know, it's generational That there's no
2: trusting of black people. We're lazy. you know go to stories. The experiment, the experiment was done in the late '80s, and this guy was in the '90s. This is 2015, soon to be 2016. Now, you know, uh, we do support people with the sneakers company and we really don't own our own sneakers company. There's only one like Michael Jordan or his Jordans, but he have a contract with Nike. You know, Nike ain't go- It's not gonna give that up. You have a percentage in Hanes underwear. But the question I am, I'm asking is, what is he doing for the black community, besides taking $200 per person? But that's how much his sneakers cost. I'll that
1: no. out of $200, he's probably not getting any more than $10 or, you know, $20 the most. And because he doesn't produce it, he just has his name and his image on, you know, on the sneakers. And he's been a pretty penny because it's a
2: multi-million or billion dollar business. Right, right. Billion dollars, billions, billions. Because those sneakers are made like for five or 10 bucks and sold for $200. And that's been going on since he was playing. And he's been retired for like 10 years. More than that, he's been retired for like 20 years. Right, but
1: I'm saying that within that model, he has not uh, demonstrated ways to engage our young people so that they can be a part of that um, uh, uh, money uh, benefits that he's getting. So that more of us can participate, but we like crabs in a barrel because we don't want to do, you know, we don't, uh, we're not doing well. So we seek out ways to harm other people of color that are doing well, and we have to stop that type of mentality that destroys. Uh, the relationship between the black people by lacking trust, by offering no um, no kind of, of assistance to families in need of really teaching them how to obtain independent living skills in a sense of owning their own business
2: hmm Well, I, I'm going to tell you, uh, there was this gentleman, uh, he was a pharmacist uh, uh, While I was growing up, he was a pharmacist. He took in two guys, two guys from the community, they happened to be brothers, and showed the ropes, showed the business, showed what he had to do to become a pharmacist. They grew up, both of them went to uh, are you know, Morgan or Howard. Both of them, I'm going to say Morgan. Both of them went to Morgan. And and they became farmers. one passed, and another one is working for a big corporation uh, 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 as a pharmacist. That's an example of helping someone on a small scale. Now... Mr. Waters did not help a whole lot of kids, but he did t- took two kids through their lifetime. At, after, at, uh, after school, uh, 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 they, they worked in the pharmacy. Uh, uh, on Saturday, they, they, when they didn't have a game, they worked in the pharmacist, you know, and he made sure they, they went to church, you know, uh, uh, which was the main thing back in those days. Um, main activities on Sunday back in those days. That's something on a small scale. You're talking about sharing your experience, sharing your skill, mentoring, bringing someone up, talking about about, uh, putting your arms around someone and making sure they walk the right path through their development, that was a perfect example of on a small scale, if just if we just, I said this earlier in the show, if we just touch each, person, each of us touch one person, and I think I'm speaking to the choir, but if each of us touch one person, it could it, we don't know what type of sense we're making on our community. Each of each of us touch one person. Yeah, know,
1: I would say I would say to to touch start with your own family. Have your uh, respect and love Afrocentric things because mm-hmm. as long as we are trying to be other than black other than african descendants we're going to get stomped on because our color will always separate us and i think that amos wilson is worth you know retrieving and i'll put it on the uh page facebook page to um have people review uh his lectures we have
2: Yes, I'm aware of Amos Wilson, Amos N. Wilson. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm aware of Mr. Wilson' work, and uh, he speaks uh, volumes on uh, on um, or, or, or uplifting the community in different ways. Of, but you see, but I bet you that <laughs> I bet you average, average black person are are now aware of who is. Amos Wilson, you know, and 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 he had and Amos Wilson had dozen, dozen. Matter of fact, boy, he had hundreds. I was not supposed to say hundreds. Now, now I'm exaggerating. Uh, but he had dozen of books, uh, uh, uh published about yes. what we need to do uh, uh as far, uh, far as working with the youth working with the community uh interaction among us uh economic development social development you know, uh strategies or or uh, how the, and but you see uh, can i ask you have,
1: to uh, look at your uh phone and see if you're uh you you push the uh volume down because
2: oh, no. I, I'm not yeah. hearing you as clearly. No, is up. You can no, hear me? I don't know. Barely.
1: It's almost like you went away from the phone. Oh, uh,
2: you can hear me now? Yes. Hello? Oh, okay. All right. Um, what I was saying. Oh, oh, okay. We have to start. We had to start uh 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 reading more. You know, like it's one thing I I would talk about social media. We had to start utilizing social media for these different uh communications, different sharing, uh educating. Because everybody's on the social media. Like, people don't really go to the libraries every, anymore. You know, everything is right there on the Google. Uh, uh, we have to start uh, educating the community to, to, to. And, we, it's, and like I said, our community is it's getting smaller where you can reach out to each other. Uh, um, you don't even, uh, I, don't even, I don't think people write letters anymore. They text all the time, so that is a skill that is going. Uh, everybody's on the email, so we we need to start. We need to start utilizing this technology to start uplifting this com- our community. We 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 really have to start being conscious, and, and I know a lot of. I know there are a lot of people. Uh, in our communities that really are resistant, and 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 um, they learning about different ideologies and perspectives and views, or 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 how to develop oneself or develop ourselves. But like Mr. Gil Noble said, some of you may not know who Gil Noble is. Gil Noble ran a show life for of 35 40 years on WABC on Sunday morning and I asked him a question. I went to his speech one time. I went to like a couple of speeches little go I really look up to Mr. Noble. Uh, he went to ancestors now but um I asked him, you know like how can we how can you know we penetrate this thick wall people that are resistant? and trying to learn these new oh, these methods and views are not new. It just it's gonna be new to them. And he said that you have to be consistent. We have to be consistent. And we have to say the same message every week or every day. We have to be consistent in 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 delivering our uh, message and what have you. Uh, whatever the message is, whatever the campaign we're trying to convey to others, we have to be consistent with that. Consistent. People are just not going to get it the first time. People are not going to get it the first time. That's why I said for the second week, it's all about community development. It's all about getting the, uh, the average person involved, and that's something that I am trying to convey to others and hope more people, and I know people might, might get tired of hearing me say the same thing week after week and focus on these issues week after week after week after week. But it's my way of being consistent and delivering the message to the people. Hopefully more, more people is going to start listening to the show. yeah
1: This is a step towards it by us uh, having a show that actually speaks on black urban America. Uh the, the I'm sorry that the brother was not able to call in because uh sometimes Log Talk does trick me. And uh when I when we go to see the the uh, stored archives uh, of the show, we see six or seven people have called in, yet I only see two lines available. So, blog talk on some levels does tend to uh, create uh, problems. And I don't know whether it's just because, you know, it's a vehicle that is online that um, is being broadcast all over. You know, you can actually listen to this broadcast all over the world. And really, it's up to us to be able to join with Ferguson, them from building a jail instead of a youth
2: opportunity. Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Yeah. I'm sorry. Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's from Baltimore. And I really right. wanted him to come speak on that because I was going to spell on that because I remember about 30 years ago in Brooklyn, they were trying to build a jail for youth, and we stopped them. We stopped them. So it could be That's done. Right. It could be done. 30 years ago, they tried that same mess in Brooklyn, New York. Because this ain't the first time. This ain't the first time. And and, and, and uh, now they got more little schools for, for our black kids and everything. And we stopped them. Nah, they still got that same jail up in the Bronx with our youth and everything. No, we don't need to build more jails for our youth. We need to build more schools for them. We need to have more things for them to do for them. And we need to help these parents to become more productive parents. So we need to do that. Of course, sometimes oh, we be ask parents. That sometimes, as parents, we're so hung up, and um, we're so hung up, and uh, we're so hung up in working and trying to provide. We forget some of the fundamental family value issues, like communications. Having dinner together, doing an activity together. I wonder how many families still go out once a week, just once a week. It ain't nothing to your religious, um, weekly religious, uh, uh, religious activity, yeah. But that's a family, that's a family activity that everyone's participating, getting ready to do together. The only, I think the only time they get together is maybe our birthdays and Christmases and maybe cookouts. you know. But we need to be more involved uh, uh, in our children's lives instead of just working, working, working or only going to the school when they call us when there's a problem. You need to be more involved in the PTAs and those those uh, the the teacher child conferences uh, that have uh, every three months where you go see how your kid is doing. Um, we need to be more more. I mean, the, the, their parents involved. Because I used to coach in Philadelphia, you know, in Philadelphia, every Saturday in the game, the stadium used to be full, filled with parents and what have you. Yes, there are parents involved, but it needs to happen in every household. It used to happen in every household. It's not happening in every household no more. And that's how we get some of these kids, you know, that's how we get some of these kids on the streets. That's how we get these, we losing some of them. And we have to get them back, and we can't get them back. We can't get them back. But uh, since there are no calls, since there are no calls, I'm going to end my show now by saying this. I am because we are, and we are because I am. I'm out, Black, Urban America. Next week, I'm going to have Mr. Carl Sneed, and we're going to be discussing the N-word. Bye.
0: Hmm. you can stay one step ahead of stinky and for bigger jobs try the superior strength of hefty large black bags with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere
2: this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play
0: for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky